0: Hello friends, thank you for listening to another Rod Tucker Says podcast. It has been a while since I've got this going and I'm hoping to get back on track because I love sharing my thoughts and I love the feedback that I'm getting from my friends and from listeners just around uh, the nation who I've met. And I don't think that this podcast is like Rob Bell's or one of the big ones where millions of people are listening, but it's really exciting when something is shared and then I get feedback and I hear from people about it that um, want to dive into different levels of conversation. So I'm sitting in my living room this morning, it's cold outside, Monday is my day off and I think my wife Anna and I are gonna go to a movie in a little bit. My dog Juno Havanese, No, no, no. We used to have a Havanese miniature poodle. Now we have a golden doodle, and she is outside barking because she wants in. But I want to record this podcast. And so I've decided to talk this morning, and it actually is the morning, about the supernatural, um, which can throw a lot of people off. Because if I go into a Christian bookstore, there are books about heaven invading our planet. There are books about supernatural healing, there are books about angels and demons and a lot of it a lot of it deals with things that we don't see. And I'm not going to read out of the Bible this morning. I just want to open up some thoughts in your mind and begin to maybe engage in something deeper that happens in your experience and maybe you can engage with it as well. So the other day I was out handing out chili um, on the corner in my neighborhood near a liquor store and I was with a group of friends and we do this every Sunday night. We love getting outside of ourselves and leaving the anxieties and stresses of our weeks and just being beyond our own skin and beyond the walls of the church and engaging in loving people who normally would not ever, ever darken the door of a church. We've seen a lot of fruit, I guess, is the spiritual word come from that, meaning people have begun to see how God loves them, notices them, and is moving in their life. And the the other day we were doing that, and a man came by who has come by many, many times. Um, He's asked for money. We've been able to help him. Sometimes, sometimes we haven't. We try to discern those moments. He's gotten chilly. He's had hot dogs with us. He's shared freeze pops, I believe, depending on the season. And I I saw him. I noticed him. He was coming over, and he was wearing a hat, and I think it was a Navy hat. And I said, hey, man, and I knew his name. You know, I called him out by name, but I said, hey, man, I love your hat. That's a really cool hat. And he looked at me and he was cold and I'm not sure he had the warmest place to stay that night and it was cold outside. And he took his hat off and he handed it to me and he said, this hat's for you. And I was kind of torn in that moment because I looked at the hat and it wasn't something that I would normally wear. And it's not, I I don't even wear hats. And if I did wear hats, I'm not sure I would wear that hat. But he looked at me and he said, this hat is for you. I want to give it to you as a blessing because all that you guys have done for me, I want to love you back. I want to bless you. I want to give to you. And so, I mean, I, I just took the hat. I took it. And I said, thank you. That means a lot. And then I watched him be filled with the joy of generosity and he 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 went around and told like 10 people that he had given me his hat which i think from the outside in most people would be like man that's so prideful but i think he was experiencing something inside of him that that was beyond his own skin that transcended who he thought he was and he was experiencing the joy of generosity and in that moment beyond all of the books that we read about what needs to happen for heaven to crash into this place and for God's kingdom to rule. I think it was ruling in his life in generosity. He had given me his hat. A couple things come to mind. One, I needed to receive the hat in order for him to experience that supernatural level of God's kingdom. And two, he needed to be obedient and give it. Without those two things, we don't encounter God's kingdom together, and and when I think about relationship with Jesus, I notice so much in this world how it is through people that we relate to Jesus, and I thought, man, Jesus would have taken this guy's hat in a heartbeat. He let Mary pour oil on his feet. He let all this awesome stuff happen to him, and people would give him They bless him and they would just praise him and he let them touch him and even if they were untouchable he would just receive whatever they had to offer and even if it was you know you're thirsty come to me I want your thirst give me that he would receive anything that people had to offer them as praise offer him as praise and so I'm learning I'm learning to see and evaluate success in God's kingdom. Even if we can use that word with God's kingdom, I'm not sure we can. I'm learning to evaluate the power and the move of God's kingdom, not by counting how many people are healed when we pray for them. And, you know, even in saying that, I'm tempted to say, yeah, but we do have a lot of people get healed when we pray for them on the street. Uh, And I guess I just said it, but I'm learning to not count that, to care about that. Or to advertise that to people because the supernatural moments are when I look into a man's eyes and I see generosity coming out of him for maybe the first time in a long time. When someone offers me a hug who feels untouchable, who's been abused and who doesn't want to be touched, and then after a prayer they offer me a hug, I'm learning to see the supernatural move Of God in that. When someone walks down the street and they say, I was not going to come down this street tonight. I never walked down this street, but I chose to walk down this street. I'm choosing to see the supernatural move of God in their feet and not try to measure his movement and not try to measure his impact. And I'm learning that when I try to measure my impact in God's kingdom, ultimately what I'm doing is I'm trying to measure his impact. And I'm putting him on a scale. And God doesn't fit on a scale. He doesn't fit in a place where we can measure it. But when we tie ourselves and our responsibility so much to the move of God, we miss out on this word that I have been just diving into in my mind every day. This word called wonder. We lose our wonder of who God is, an acknowledgement that he's wonderful, that he can move someone's feet and he can move someone's heart and he can take a heart of stone and make it a heart of flesh and he can soften eyes and he can create generosity out of selfishness in a moment. He can, he can cause the most selfish addict to become the most generous person in a moment and allow him to experience his spirit. And that... My friends, that, guys, is beautiful. That is supernatural and the reality I want you to know, and I, the thing I want you to think about is that the supernatural, this word that that makes some of us cringe and makes some of us dance, this word that has been polarizing in the Christian community, is happening all around you. It's happening when you walk into Walmart. It's happening when you get out of your car and pass by someone. It's happening when you say hi in the grocery store and it's happening at your work. There are things in the word of God that say you know God told Gideon wherever you put your feet I'll give you that land. I believe I believe God said that to Gideon. That's happening in your work. I believe that when you look at someone they're seeing deeper into you and you're seeing deeper into them and there's moments for love and there's moments for acceptance and there's moments for noticing people that are so vastly and deeply supernatural that they can move people into an understanding of who God is and how much he loves him and the rules of his kingdom and how they're different from the rules of success and measurement and responsibility that we put on ourselves and others in this world and so I want to challenge you, but more than challenge you, I want to encourage you to see God. The unmeasurable, unquantifiable God who takes all responsibility to move and to act for the behalf of His glory. To move and to act so that others can know how much He loves them and He gives us the opportunity to participate and appreciate in that wonder he does not give us the opportunity to put it all on our shoulders and try to figure it out and measure it he gives us the opportunity to live in wonder of who he is so wherever you are today and wherever you walk understand that god has put you in a place that you are going to encounter hurting people who need love and how you encounter them will be up to you and will be up to god And the opportunity will be there. It will be there everywhere you turn. And I hope that we can live in wonder that God has created us for such moments. Not to measure them, not to record them, not to advertise them, to promote ourselves. And it is not about us. But I hope that we can live in those moments, exist in those moments, be in those moments. Because I think those are the moments that God is in. And I think that, my friends, is the definition of supernatural. So thank you for listening. I love you guys. I appreciate the time that you would take to even listen to what I'm saying. And I want you to go in peace. And I want you to go in God's kingdom. And I want you to understand that every person you look at and everything that you touch has the impact of the creator of the universe on it. And you are existing in something so powerful and so amazing. My prayer is that you see it. I will talk to you soon. And hopefully I'll have one of these up next week. Go in peace. Have a wonderful day.